0: Feelers family, welcome back to another episode. Happy Monday. It's a new week. I hope you've all had an amazing weekend and are going to have an amazing start to the week. Last episode, I talked about asking for guidance, asking for support from above, and I think it is super critical to do that because I have found so much benefit out of it. I continue to find so much benefit out of it today. I've got so many more stories to share around asking for support, asking for guidance, and a big one coming up very soon in the next few episodes. So be ready for that. As as I said in the last episode, it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea, which I totally understand because it can be a little bit woo-woo as such. But for me, I think it's super important to ask for that guidance and support because without it, I don't think I'd be where I am today. And then also being able to be self-aware enough to listen to those messages coming through and take those messages on board and act on those messages, I think is really brave at the same time as well because you could definitely get messages come through, but then you choose the other decision and it might not work out for you because there's going to be pros and cons of both sides. But that's not what we we're talking about today. Today, we're going to be talking about my season at the West Adelaide Football Club. And I absolutely loved my time at the West Adelaide Football Club. To be honest, it felt like I did arrive at home almost. I connected with the boys really, really well. And obviously, it takes a month or two. But I just, once I started to feel like I fitted in, I was like, this is awesome. Like, I love the environment, love the boys. And even though we weren't getting the results that we wanted, I just felt at ease uh, and comfortable in that environment, which I hadn't really felt before. I felt like I could be my true self, which I hadn't felt in the past at Glenelg, at the Adelaide Football Club at Werribee. So it was a really positive in that sense. Um, but I remember day one, rocking up to the club, I was so nervous. So, so nervous. It was the most nervous I've ever been because... In Adelaide, everyone sort of knows everyone. It's quite small and you're playing against these guys like years on end. And I was walking into the football club. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this because I don't know what these people think of me. They've probably got preconceived ideas and it's just meeting players that you've played against and trying to fit into their club now. I found very tough on that first day, but... I was lucky enough to have a teammate that had moved over from Glenelg at the same time as me. So that kind of helped ease the pressure a little bit and made me feel a little bit more at home a little bit quicker. Uh, For me, going into the football club, all I wanted to do was put my head down, ass up, earn the respect of the boys, work as hard as possible, whether that was the conditioning, whether that was the physicality side, whether that was with my skills. I just wanted to try and impress, try to encourage the boys as much as I can not overstep in the amount that I had to say but just earn that respect first and then go from there which I felt like I did and which is why I think it felt easier to be at home as such Um, as the months and as the weeks went on during preseason, and you start to get to know the boys a little bit better and realize that they might have had preconceived ideas before, but once they actually get to know you, um, you can fit right in. So, definitely loved my time. It was a tough, tough year because we didn't win a game until probably the halfway point of the year. We we had a real young sort of squad, and it's even nun- younger now for them. Um, but it was it was quite tough. I started a lot of my football on the wing. And didn't really get moved through into the midfield until halfway through the year, which is when I started to pe- when my footy started to pick up. But it was definitely quite tough. And then halfway through the year, we started to get a little bit closer and a little bit closer in our games. Whereas before, we're just getting wiped out, and it wasn't that enjoyable. It was quite frustrating. But that's footy. Like I, they finished bottom the year before, probably for a reason. And that's what I was coming in to help change. Like, I I hate losing. Like, I don't want to be a part of a football club that continues to lose. But I could see the trajectory that we were on. And everything that Glenelg had been through a few years prior is exactly where West Adelaide were at. And I could see that over the next few years, we're going to be really, really successful. Um, obviously, I'm no longer there for different reasons, but... Um, that's just how I was feeling at the time. So it was, even though it was a hard time to be around in terms of losing and win loss, it was a good culture to be around because we knew we knew we're on the right path. We knew we were close. It was just that five ten percent away uh, that was that was going to come eventually and it started to did come so halfway through the year I remember we played Port Adelaide out at Loxton in the country for those that don't know where it is and we were, we were, could have won that game quite easily we ended up losing by I think four goals uh, but they kicked the first four or five goals of the game and that was the end score so uh, we were definitely coming and we were close but that was I think the turning point for us and we knew we had a bit more belief after that game that we could push these teams and start to get really close and even win games. So I think at the, towards the three-quarter way of the season, uh, we had an assistant coach kind of take over a little bit. Uh, that's when I think things started to turn around a little bit. We won our first game. We've we won our first game against Port Adelaide. Uh, we then, I think, lost our next, next game against Glenelg by, like, nine points. I think we then lost the next game again uh, by four points. Four points, I think it was, to the reigning premiers. And then we won two more after that. One of them uh, was the team that won the grand final that year. And the other one, I can't actually remember Oh, we beat Sturt, that's right. And that was another close game as well. So all our last probably six or seven games of the year were really close. And if not, we won those, which was a really positive sign for the club moving forward. But for me personally, my season went in kind of waves. I started off the, my first game of the year was okay. Well, my first two games of the year were okay. And then I got sick, played a pretty horrible game. And got some feedback and I knew that I was going to get that feedback because I, at the time I didn't tell him I was sick because I just wanted to put my head down and just try and work as hard as I can to get the respect. And maybe I didn't go about it the right way, but um, that sort of took me back a couple of steps and then I got moved into the midfield just before our bye and had a, like a standout game against Adelaide Crows and then played another game against the Eagles where I played quite well as well and playing those games through the midfield was awesome and then I got sick again so then I missed the next game and then I played one of the worst games that I've ever played against Centrals and there was a fair bit of uh adversity during that game as well which I will explain probably in the next episode Uh, and then following that adversity I experienced a little bit more adversity which I don't think I'll speak about at this time in my career because there's a fair bit to play out yet but it hit me quite hard and sort of gave me a little bit of a reality check in what I need to do where I need to go but I think my performance kept dipping as like I got sick I'd always take a couple of steps back. I think I got sick about three times during that year, which yes, COVID was going around and that sort of thing. But for me, I think it was again, my work schedule. And I was waking up four o'clock, 5 a.m. sessions. It just wasn't like you'd finish training the night before on a Tuesday at probably 8, 8.30. By the time you get home, it's about 8.30. You then have dinner, shower, try and wind down By the time you get into bed, it's probably about 10 o'clock, so I'm only having about six, six and a half hours sleep before I've got a 5 a.m. session the next day, and that was just consistent, and it just built up, built up, built up. I'd have a few okay weeks, and then bang, I'd get sick again. So that was really frustrating, and I knew I needed to make a few changes, and I did towards the back end of the year a little bit, I started to cut out a few different time slots in terms of personal training because I couldn't maintain what I was doing and try and perform at the level that I needed to, to one, continue to hold my league spot, but also I wanted to push for the AFL um, AFL draft. Like I want to get drafted. That is my goal. And the reason moving to West Adelaide was to help boost those chances of getting drafted as well. So It was annoying getting sick all the time because I knew my performance kept getting affected and at the same time, I couldn't really do too much about it. It is a hard balance when you're playing SANFL, VFL, Waffle to be able to balance work as well as football and I don't think there ever is going to be a perfect balance. So my advice out of all of this is, and I had a conversation with one of my mates the other day about it, there's never going to be the perfect balance. What you've got to figure out is what are your goals, all right? And then every action that you take should align with those goals. So I was speaking to him. He's lost a bit of passion with football, and he's not sure if he should continue to play football because for him, he wanted to uh, give something back to his parents because they'd done so much for him. And also, he wasn't sure if he wanted to try and push for the AFL level as well. And I was like, mate, what's your goal? And he didn't. He didn't know his goal, which is completely fine. But that's what I'm telling you right now. You got to know and have clear visions of your goals. For me, it's to make the AFL. All right. So every action now, which is what I've been focusing on since moving to the Gold Coast, every action now should be in relation to that goal. I have taken a massive step back for work-wise, and I'm not focused on making any sort of money at all because I just want to do everything that I can to make sure I am focused on my football goal because I know if I continue to push with the business side of things I just I get 50-50 between football and business and it doesn't work out for me because I am an all or nothing sort of person. So work out your goals, have those actions lead towards them, and then you got to take a little bit of sacrifice, which is what I'm doing at the moment with my income. The year before when I was at West Adelaide, I was I had a 50-50 focus with football and also making a decent amount of money in the in my business, which I did, but then that affected my football because I kept getting sick all the time because I was run down because personal training, you have to be on all the time with your in-person clients and you're up at early hours, you finish late at night and it just didn't work. So this year I've gone, all right, I've got to take a little bit of sacrifice here to make sure my actions align with what I'm saying I want to do, which which is now the reason why I feel I'm in the best spot to be able to push for that next level because one I've taken the sacrifice two my actions are aligning with my goals and now the only thing that holding is holding me back is myself and continuing to try and perform at a really high level that's what I was trying to say to my mate the other day as well like he didn't have a clear vision of where you want to go and if you don't have that clear vision you can't take any action there's no point in taking any there's no point in taking any action because it's just going to lead to mumbled and 50% sort of results because how do you know where to go and what actions to take with no clear vision, no clear goals in what you want right? and doing that for you, not for anyone else. So that's my advice. Hopefully you did get something out of that. You can relate that back to career, your relationships, friendships, business, sport whatever you want whoever is listening you can relate that school you can relate that to any aspect of your life and having that clear picture having that vision then taking those actions having a little bit of sacrifice along the way to make sure your actions align with your goals as well is super super important so in the process of that continue to stay fearless we love being fearless not caring about what other people think going after your dreams your visions your goals Enjoy the rest of your days, legends. If you have any feedback or if you want to share the podcast as well, I would appreciate the hell out of that. Thank you very much and enjoy.